Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year. This is your January 1st, 2017 episode of the Sex Actually Podcast. With your host, the man with Kenny G's hair, your boy Dave Neal. How are you guys doing today? Did everyone survive New Year's Eve with your Uber surges, your designated drivers, those pesky cover charges with well vodka, your hangovers okay? All right, let's turn this stupid music off. No offense, Kenny, you're not dumb. I just don't have the licensing. And boy, that'd be a bad way to start 2017 is if I just violate the uh, terms and services of podcast by playing Kenny Chesney's Odd Langs. How does it, how do you even pronounce, does anyone know how to pronounce that song? The New Year's, I just call it the New Year's song. Odd, all, Odd Lang Sin. Nah, New Year's song. How are we all doing? This is going to be a solo one. What the fuck's going on with my audio? Can you guys hear that? All right, I'm trying to hold the microphone right so I don't fuck this up. Um, it is day 10 in Kentucky. Day 10 of 12. Uh, we fly out tomorrow night. Today's uh, New Year's uh, Day in Kentucky celebrating. You know, did you guys know the Kentucky's in the Eastern Time Zone? Most people don't know that. I think it splits, but where we are near Cincinnati is Eastern Time Zone which means the sun sets the latest because we are on the western edge. No one cares about this stuff. Um, Anyway, look, this is going to be a quick episode. I just wanted to say hello to everybody and wish you all a happy New Year's. I'll talk for a little bit, um, but we're not going to get in too deep. Uh, Let's get positive. Let's get right to it. How about some resolutions? I I came up with the best resolution. I mean, I'm I'm not the first one to do this. I know a lot of people are, but it takes a strong like willpower. I'm going to get my cell phone out of my bed. You heard it here first. I did it last night. I I took the cell phone. I'm staying. If you've listened, if you've been keeping up on the podcast, we're staying on a on a pullout couch with a air mattress on top, and then like a futon topper on top of that. No, I'm not letting my cell phone in bed because you know what we're doing. You say you're going to go to bed. You're all tired, and what do we do? We put a bright cell phone in our face and we scroll through everyone else's highlight reel how's that help us out that's no good i don't need to see what you guys no offense but right before you go to bed isn't a good time to see all the successes everyone else is having because you don't just go to bed and go oh great i can't wait to go to turks and caicos like maria you go no you go fuck maria you just get angry at maria right i don't know maybe i'm the only one who does that and then when you wake up in the morning the first thing you do is you start checking your social media I start checking to see who's been downloading the podcast. And you know what? Like, yeah, I'm guilty. Some of you guys might have watched that millennial video where the guy explains everyone was wrong with millennials. And I'm an old millennial. I was born in 85. So millennials were born in 84 and later. So I'm an old millennial. But it still applies. Like, we're addicted to these cell phones. And, you know, even when I go... We know we here's a problem. We put too much shit on our cell phones that we need it. Like like we need an alarm clock. Well, I actually have one of those five dollar tiny little alarm clocks I never use. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna start using it. I'm gonna set it up on the other side of my bedroom so I have to get up out of bed and go shut my alarm off. So I don't just hit the snooze button and then check Facebook to see what everyone's doing on the Eastern time code. No. No. I'm telling you guys this because I'm reclaiming probably an extra hour of my day. 
can you believe that? You know how much time? I mean, assuming you sleep eight hours, you know, some more, some less. That's 16 hours of my day. And I'm spending one-sixteenth of that perusing, you know, when I wake up and when I go to bed. And sometimes more. Have you ever got, Have you ever been like, oh, it's midnight, I'll go to bed. And the next thing you know, it's 12.52. And you're, st- and you're like in a wormhole, you know, learning about uh, some Bernie Sanders uh, conspiracy. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't care. I don't need to know about Russian hackers at 1 a.m. Like that just, that just doesn't need to happen. So yeah, so uh, I'll tell you what, the first morning without my cell phone in the bed, quite a delight. Um, some... Uh, some friskiness happened, and that's always. I mean, you know what I, you know what I mean. Like, what what's sad? What's more sad than two people going to opposite sides of a bed, not even upset at each other, but having these little devices that take us away from you know? Uh, it's just horrible. So, hopefully, I can keep. I mean, I I, I literally want to make this a thing. I just even if I have to get like a little basket that the phones go into, just you don't need them. You don't need them. Anyway, unless you want to listen to this podcast as you go to sleep, which I highly recommend. Um, no, uh, but seriously, no cell phones in the bed. That's the uh, and then my other re- my other re- resolution is to run more. There's something for me so peaceful about running, and it's kind of a pain in the ass, but you got it. But for me, it's running and shower, like the shower, or maybe if you're at the gym, like the sauna, or steam room. It's the only time you're away from your phone. Running, we obviously run with our phones now. Uh, but I have to stop myself from listening, listening to podcasts when I run. Sometimes it's okay, but so, and I know this is horrible marketing because I'm telling you guys not to listen to this podcast if you're working out, but sometimes you need to just get away from, from thought. And at least for me to be creative, I have, I can, here's what I can do. If I want to be creative, I can put music on when I run, but not a podcast because it's just impossible to consume a podcast and actually live in this like abyss that you need to be in to be creative so like if you ever like want to you know I, I like to sometimes put put some good music on and then just think positive thoughts or some self-realization do you guys do self-realization i mean it's so important i know it sounds so new agey to talk about but it's so important to like to to remember that we create everything that's around us and sometimes that's something we don't want to believe because everything around us is shit, <laughs> but we create it or, or at the very least we react to our surroundings. So if the surroundings are really draining you, you either have to leave them or deal with it better. And, and that's what I learned in Los Angeles because everyone's cutting you off in traffic. It's just horrible all day long. People drive like assholes, bombs on crack, just walk into the street. It's literally just a video game of you dodging bodies. All it's like Zombie Land meets uh, Grand Theft Auto, except you don't get to you don't get to run over a hooker unless it's a Tuesday. You might, I mean. Anyway, so it's it, for me, it's important to like set intentions every day that it's going to be a good day. So I'm setting an intention right now, 2017. Let's be a good year. Let's do it. Let's just, I mean. By, by all means, let's not, you know, I think it's important to acknowledge failure and acknowledge when something doesn't work out or all that, but not to dwell on it, to go, okay, yeah, I really messed that up. You know, every day, you know, you have a fight. Oh, I messed that up. Yesterday, um, my brother Jameson's a sophomore in college and he was uh, throwing a house party. My uh, parents were out of town and they were like, yeah, just have some friends over. It's the safest thing. And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. And I texted Jameson. I was like, oh man, Jameson, you're lucky. It's super boring here. 
And, uh, and then Jameson texted me back when Tasha had my phone. So she so Tasha saw that I said, Kentucky's boring. And I was like, fuck, because you know, what I meant was hey Jameson live it up. You're in college and I'm 31. You know, I'm not going to some, you know, all you can drink bar just for the sole purpose to get wasted and fuck a stranger. Like I'm not doing that. Um, this year uh <laughs> so i had to i had to work my way out of that one last night like no you're not boring <clears throat> excuse me your family's not boring it's just you know we're, we're in the uh, backwoods we're not in back we're in suburban kentucky i mean the closest city is cincinnati and we're not we're not trying to go into cincinnati so we can go buy 15 dollar beers just to have the same conversation we're gonna have so I, here's what i did for new year's i broke out a deck of cards and I played bullshit with Tasha and her mom, but we called it bull crap because I don't want to swear in front of her parents. So bull crap it was. I won two games. Tasha's mom won four and Tasha won one. Maybe two. Maybe Tasha and I tied. Anyway, what I noticed is it's really hard to see when Tasha's lying and that freaks me out. You guys know that game you you pretty much have to call each other out if they uh if they you you know, put a card down and it's not what they said it was. Does that make sense? For those of you listening, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days played the game bullshit. It's a great game. Matthew McConaughey, way more charming when he plays it than I am. But anyhow, we're moving right along. How about Mariah Carey last night? That was the highlight of my evening, sadly enough. New Year's Eve was watching Mariah Carey completely fuck up um, her medley of songs as the headliner of the New Year's Rockin' Eve Dick Clark special. But here's the thing. here's So she she basically... Uh, she didn't have a meltdown. She was super cool about it, or maybe came off a little bitchy, but I mean, wouldn't you? So I think pretty much she couldn't hear the music in her earpiece. And what we forget watching is how loud it is there. So she couldn't even hear what song she was supposed to sing. And that doesn't sound crazy. It's like, yeah, she sang these songs her whole life. But it reminded me of a time two years ago when I was doing crowd work for a TV show called... Um, America's Best Dance Crew. And so my job as doing crowd work was in between, uh, during commercial breaks and when they were setting up between acts and all that, uh, I would have to go on stage and talk to the audience. I had like a wireless microphone and an earpiece set, you know, pretty much, I mean, similar to what Mariah Carey has. Now look, I'm not comparing myself to Mariah Carey. Uh, Of course, she's amazing and I'm doing a podcast. But the director of the show would talk to me in my ear while I was trying to tell jokes to the audience. It was the most horrifying experience. I wish I had a videotape. So, and not to mention, it was the hardest audience to make laugh because the whole audience were girlfriends and boyfriends of people in the American, um, America's Best Dance Crew. So there'd be eight different dance crews all like backstage performing. And I was trying to do crowd work with the same people every week that were there not to see me. And they were Asian. And for some reason, Asian people don't find me funny. Uh, if you're Asian listening, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. I really, um, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not Asian funny. I don't know why. Or it was just that America's Best Dance Crew was there to see dancing and not to see a comedian on stage. But the point is, is that the director was giving me directions and I had to respond to him like I knew what he was saying, but at the same time, um, do a joke. Tasha just walked downstairs. Now you have to say hi, Tasha. Hello. Wish everyone a happy New Year's. Come on. 
you got to come close. These might, this is a, I've only done one microphone today. Tasha's mom just cooked us pizza and I'm out of breath just from talking. So just talk for a second so I can catch my breath. Okay. Hello. Happy New Year's. What's your resu- uh, resolution? I really don't believe in resolutions. Do you believe in self-improvement? Yeah. So what are you self-improving in? Is anybody going to be able to hear your half of this conversation? Sure. They can hear it. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to set some goals for myself, not resolutions, just things that I want to accomplish this year. My first goal is to lose the seven pounds that your parents put on me by feeding me five meals a day. Like literally I wake up, they make blueberry pancakes and put God knows what type of sugar in it. And then your mom made, and I'm not blaming them. It's delicious, but I think they're trying to kill me. Your mom made bacon with maple syrup drizzled on it and pecans and and fucking pecans pecans that's like my african dialect pecans um is that insensitive bacon with maple syrup and pecans that is literally it was it was delicious but as you pick the bacon up off of the tray it's got like a web of maple syrup sticky Ugh, it looked like just a fucking maple tree just splooged on a pork. <laughs> Gross. Someone roasted it, and then I ate it all. I had like eight pieces plus four. I think you had five pancakes. Don't say four pancakes. I'm pretty sure you had five. I had five pancakes, eight pieces of bacon, and then your mom just made... I just had a big thing of pizza, and I went back for more, and they were all out. So I went, there, were, there were not enough thirds. I think your mom's trying to shut me down. I think they just want to feed you because the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Well, so today, usually there's a there's a um, scale in the shower. So every day I weigh myself. Today I just stopped. <laughs> New Year's and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. We can only go up from here. Um, I don't know. So, so what other goals do you have? That's it? Got anything? I, I already shared my goals on the last podcast. You going to shower today? Is that a goal? That's where I'm headed. I just came to get clothes to go shower after you decided to exclude me from this podcast. Well, it, this was just Dave time. We decided we'd do some Dave time. You decided you'd do <laughs> some Dave time. I needed some Dave time. I, I got the message that you needed some alone, some Dave time, so I came down here to get my clothes and shower. Um, when you go use the shower, just uh, full disclosure, two of the ten nails that I clipped off, I can't find. So <laughs> that's disgusting. I just in case you step on something, I I tried my best, but you know, you I, you got to be first of all, the fact that I wasn't just firing them off willy-nilly says a lot. I've tried my best. You're improving. The, a brand new you in 2017. I'm going to see less toenails on the floor. Less but not zero. <laughs> just a little bit of and and I stepped in dog shit today. It's been a tough yeah. I I just stepped on dog shit on the first day of the new year. Is that a and we spilt a champagne glass last night. I feel like you've just been doing a whole lot of complaining on the first day of 2017. So maybe that's something that you should sit down and address with yourself right now, whether you're going to bring in 2017 in a positive way or in a complaining way, because you know you, you're you going to get more of what you put out into the universe. So if you keep complaining that all your electronics are failing during Mercury retrograde, guess what? You're just going to have more problems. 
Okay, well, a lot of sass coming your way this year then. No, I stepped in dog shit, but the the positive end of that is then I cleaned it off with a hose, and now my shoes are cleaner. They were really slippers, which is even more disgusting. Because <laughs> I feel like slippers don't have the same defense system that sneakers do. Like sneakers, you just, you just spray it down willy-nilly, you're good. Slippers, that shit is ingrained into those slippers, those old navy felt slippers. But they actually have soles, don't they? They have rubber soles on those slippers. Well, They're not like just fuzzy socks, shoes. Yeah, but you'll know and I'll know that I stepped with my left foot into, and not only did I step in shit, I walked inside and I almost stepped on your mom's nice oriental rug. My mom would have murdered you. And she would have scared the shit out of me, which would have been another issue. You felt, you see that, folks? The cycle goes round and round. I wanted to share Kevin Smith's Instagram with everybody. I thought this was super cool. Bye, Tasha. We love you. Everyone right on Tasha's wall that we love you at Tasha Courtney on Instagram. Uh, go check out her new Bud Light photos that she posted on Instagram. She's a sponsor of Bud Light. We got to get them to sponsor the podcast. How about that? Just get loaded on Bud Lights. Okay, so I wanted to show you all... Kevin, do you guys know Kevin Smith? He, um, what movies did he do? Um, like, uh, Office Space? Is that right? Jeez, he, he's done a million movies. I can't think of half of them right now. Um, uh, he did, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Okay. Kevin Smith posted this cool thing on his Instagram. I want to read it. He goes, I'm going to close 2016 with a relic from 1989. I briefly dated a girl whose mom knew I wanted to be a writer. After her da- daughter and I split up, the mother handed me a piece of graph paper that was folded up so I couldn't read it in front of her and said to me, if I'm wrong, come find me and I'll eat this. When I got to my car and opened the note, I read something completely unexpected. In tiny words on the large piece of paper she had written, quotes, Kevin Smith will never be a famous writer. He does not have the drive. I do wish luck. It was also dated and signed as if it was an official proclamation about my future. I was only 19 years old and someone had informed me in writing that my dreams would never come true. So I cut away the empty page until only the sentiment itself was left intact to my desk. Later, I put it into a small baseball card frame. It was important to pr- uh, preserve and not because I wanted the woman to eat it one day. The note served as a constant reminder that nobody writes my story but me. Rather than believe this adult who had some minor insight into my character, whenever I looked at this piece of paper, I'd start typing. And one day, I typed a screenplay that changed my life. So as we head into 2017, remember, nobody writes your story but you. This year, write the shit out of your story. Don't let someone else define your future for you. Sing your song and show them what you're made of. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for making the lady wrong. Kevin Smith. How awesome is that? Ah, that's so brilliant. And I bet this lady's like, well... Uh, if it wasn't for my letter, he would have never, you know what, lady, you're a horrible person, but also maybe, maybe you're Kevin Smith's guardian angel, honestly. And he has a photo of the letter. So if you actually want to read this, it's really cool. Go to Kevin Smith on his, um, oh, it's on his Facebook. It's on Kevin Smith's Facebook. Uh, what a really cool, I mean, that's, first of all, these people exist like haters. They exist to really just show us what we're made of. And we've all had them. And sometimes they come in the form of friends. Like I've always talked about, I had a friend in college who told me I shouldn't try stand-up because it's harder than I think. And I didn't try it for seven more years after that. And, and you know, like he thought he was protecting me, but well, come on, what was he doing? He, he was a little projecting 
you know, maybe he didn't think I could handle it. So now what do I do? I do stand up. I can handle it. It's, it's about drive. And, you know, sometimes we might have a little bit of fear of our own success, but when someone tells us we can't, man, we just, you know, it's time to work hard and really pull those triggers. And I think that's what 2017 is going to be about for me. And I wish that on you. If there's anything you want to get done in life and you don't know what the means are to start it, honestly, the first step you have to take is to just Google, Google what it is you want to do. And then just work backwards, deconstruct it. Everybody, Kevin Smith, everybody started out not knowing what they wanted to do in life. You know what I mean? And and the people that figured it out were willing to take that leap. You know, my Chinese proverb that I love, leap and the net will appear. That net doesn't appear until you consciously make that leap and tell the world, this is what I'm going to do. You don't have to quit your job or whatever, but if you say, you know what, I'm going to spend five nights a week working on my screenplay, guess what's going to happen? You're going to figure out how to write your screenplay, and you're going to put pen to the paper, you're going to type it out, you're going to make mistakes, but what you're going to do is you're going to come out with a product that a lot of people said they were also going to do, but failed, because you did what you need to do, you stayed in your own lane, you worked at it, and you realize that Rome wasn't built in a day. I know I'm saying a million cliches back and forth. Rome wasn't built in a day. You know what I mean? And like for for stand-up, geez, they say, you know, eight to ten years, which is crazy. And you shouldn't, and by all means, I'm not waiting for the eight to ten year mark. You know, we're just going to hustle as quick as we can. Famous quote, pursue acting like a man with his head on fire pursues a pool of water. It's like, you got to be a mad scientist. You got to believe and if you don't believe, you got to get better at what it is you want to do until you believe. You have to build that confidence. I don't know. Anyway, Mariah Carey, everybody. Uh, this is a this is an interesting Christmas story. I always I forgot about. So my when I was ten years old, on Christmas, my mom got me a flight to go see my uncle and my aunt in McAllister, Oklahoma. McAllister, Oklahoma is a tiny town. I think the only thing it's known for is it has a federal prison where they perform lethal injection. Like literally that's all this town's known for. But my uncle lived there and, um, and had some family there and my mom got me a ticket so I could go visit them, which was amazing because who lets a 10 year old fly by themselves across or halfway across the country. Anyway, my mom was like, she was cool like that or she is cool like that. Uh, anyway, for Christmas, I got a Walkman that year. Now, anyone who's, uh, in their late twenties to thirties knows how cool a Walkman was. Like I didn't, I didn't get the yellow one. You guys know the yellow one that was like the sport Walkman. It had like a little extra latch on it. No, I didn't get that. Uh, and I'm talking about cassette Walkman fellas. Come on. Don't fuck with me with that CD shit. We're talking cassettes. You know what I mean? Like that you 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 know, people don't understand what it means to rewind something. You want to rewind something, you have two options. You press the rewind button and you wait 15 minutes <laughs> or you stick your finger in the in the thing in the cassette and you just start whipping it around. Um that's you know what I mean? That's what you got to do to rewind. Anyway, um she got me the silver metallic uh colored Walkman. So it wasn't a sporty one, but I actually like this. It was a little more sleek and it came with those big, those big ass earphones that, um, they're just like, they're not, I don't think earbuds existed yet. They were just big earphones that basically anyone sitting near you can hear 
everything you're listening to. There's no um, noise canceling. They're just pretty much small speakers that attach to your head. Uh, so she got me that, and then the and then I had like a small uh, gift certificate to get music. So I went down to the music store, and I got. I swear to God, this is true, and I'm so proud of this. I got Mariah Carey's "Fantasy," and on the back of that cassette. It was a single. So on the back of this single was Mariah Carey Fantasy Remix featuring ODB, Old Dirty Bastard. So that song was amazing. I didn't like the fantasy so much as Fantasy Remix. You know that song? Oh, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Uptown on the house. Everybody, give me come on, give me come on, give me come on. Oh, when you walk around every night, talk and sweet. Okay. Anyway. I listened to that song on repeat from Providence, Rhode Island to Tulsa, Oklahoma, wherever the heck I went. I don't know what city I flew into. McAllister, Oklahoma, a three-hour flight as loud as I could play it. I'm giving, I'm, I'm telling you, there must have been at least a six-row radius of uh, airplane passengers who could hear. But I was cute as a button. I was 10 years old, flying alone with no parents to tell me to shut it off. Um there's no point to that story other than uh, looking back on it. I'm sure half the plane hated me, but that was my... Here's what's odd about that. I was flying to McAllister, Oklahoma, but I felt like Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. So there you go. I could, you know, because I was like, that was my, that was a moment where I can remember in my past, you know, and that must have been, geez, that was 21 years ago. Fuck, I'm old. 21 years ago. I flew my first flight by myself, listening to Old Dirty Bastard, Mariah Carey remix. And I was reminded by it by seeing Mariah Carey headlining um, headlining the New Year's Eve sync. So I've talked too long for you guys. You've heard enough out of me. Uh, if anyone wants to send me tickets to Mariah Carey, uh, her next concert, um, Old Dirty Bastard's dead. Rest in peace, ODB. Uh, name like that. Oh, I hope you do. Uh, what else can I tell you guys? Look, I'm uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some uh, some great guests coming up. I fly back to Los Angeles tomorrow, so as long as my uh, flight doesn't uh, go down and I die, that should be happening. And if that does happen, this is gonna be the most epic last episode ever. Um, he predicted it. Uh, in which case, rate and review. I'm dead. Jeez, share it with your friends. Make a put this in a museum or something. Get Mark Marin to interview me. Um, someday, someday, folks. Well, this is it. So, yeah, a lot of good things coming up. Tasha and I tried to make um, champagne jello shots last night. Uh, giant failure. We really failed at the champagne jello shots. We made a video and I posted it on my Facebook. So, if you want to see the, um, the Mevo video of us trying to make jello shots, the process looked good, but the final product, uh, not so much. Uh, we it was we were supposed to like. You make jello shots, they're supposed to like cool off for like an hour. Well, like five hours after we made them, they still weren't solidifying. And I, I, I feel that's what's weird. We can make soap, which is very complicated, but jello shots, not so much. Oh, by the way, I forgot to even mention this. Huge shout out. Um, we got to go to the Brianza Winery and see Crystal, a listener slash now friend. Um, Crystal was watching my Bachelor recap videos, which, by the way, those start again tomorrow night, so make sure you find me on YouTube. Um, I'm also going to be doing my Bachelor recap videos on my Facebook page, so you can just find me there. But anyway, uh, Crystal was watching the Bachelor recap videos and saw that I was drinking wine out of a Kentucky wine glass. 
And she was like, oh my gosh, are you, where are you guys from that you have that wine glass? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tasha lives, you know, near Cincinnati, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, um, this was weird. Sure enough, uh, this girl works at a winery right near where we were. So she goes, next time you're in town, stop by <clears throat> and uh, have a tasting. And we're like, <clears throat> uh, duh, sure. So we go to Crystal's uh, winery yesterday. It's called Brianza. Um, you can check it out. Bri- Brianza Winery on uh, Twitter. And I was like, okay, we're either going to get murdered or this chick's pretty cool. And we didn't know which one it was going to be because when someone invites you to a winery that's like down a dirt road in the woods of Kentucky, chances are somebody's butt's going to get, you know what I mean? Uh, And I was looking forward to that. No. So we meet Crystal. She's super cool. We end up having a good chat with her. It's me, Tasha, Tasha's mom and Crystal. And uh, I just love that. That's so cool that we met her through kind of through the podcast. So if anyone else wants to say hi or has a winery, um, come hit me up. That's going to be the new winery tour we're going to go on. Uh, But I posted a photo to the Sex Actually page. So go on Instagram at sexactuallypod and go see uh, the photo I took with Crystal uh, and Tasha. It was a ton of fun. Uh, Crystal, we're definitely going to come back there. The place looks super cool. And they have this event space. And I was like, yeah, this event space would be pretty dope if they wanted to have a stand-up show. So maybe we'll do a stand Crystal, can we do a stand-up show there? Um, That'd be a lot of fun. I know there's a couple people contacted me that wanted to come to the Go Bananas show in Cincinnati. Uh, It was a fun show but uh next time i'll let you guys know when i'm in town i'm back to los angeles so again everybody happy new year's let's make 2017 fucking awesome see you guys soon